welcome back to My Wife Thinks. The wife in this case being me, Adrian. And I decided that I got to welcome everyone and that we would actually say the name of the podcast before three quarters of the way through. That's the new intro that you were... I wish people could see the body language you were giving with that. You looked like you were in Torjate. I don't know what that is, but go big or go home. Isn't Torjate the flag guard? What? Like the flag team. Remember in high school? Isn't that just the color guard? Like my sister was in color guard. Yeah, I think it's called Torjate. I've never heard that. I'm not saying you're wrong, but maybe we just weren't quite as cultured in Washington. I'm only like 45% sure. My sister was in the color guard, though, and then she taught me how to do some cool moves. So I can do a little flag spinning. That's fine. We don't need to do that. (laughs) There's something I need to address from the beginning. We have a celebrity listener. Alex Valuto. I was going to say Marty. He got his mention. <laughs> oh, Marty did want to be mentioned. There's a lot of things we need to clear up from last episode. The New York Sock Exchange is just a sock delivery service. It's and like 20 bucks a month, though. Yeah, who's paying? Like, it's a funny name. I buy my socks at Costco, like, once a year for 12 bucks. Here's, I don't remember what the, he, Marty said that Adrian needs to go to sheet school. Did we talk about sheets last time? I don't remember. It seems so long ago. Uh, Marty's also still looking for a place to live for our LA listeners, if you can find Marty a place to live. He said that everyone does need a nickname. I never had one, and it's the reason I'm emotionally broken. So it explains a lot about our friend Marty. Anyway, Alex Valuda told me he's been listening with his wife, Annalise, who are good friends of ours. And he said this. He said, Annalise likes to listen because it makes her happy that their relationship is not that way. And I asked him to elaborate. I don't know if elaborate. I should be flattered or insulted. I think we should be insulted. I feel like we show love in this podcast. Don't we? We legit say that we're going to get a divorce 100% yeah, of every episode. but out of love. That's true. We'll do it for the kids that we don't have. Here's the specific words. He said, it makes our marriage stronger because she's glad we don't have your relationship. <laughs> I thought we got along. Yeah, I feel like I don't, you know I don't see them with a podcast. Whatever I can do to support someone else's marriage. But not your own marriage? Oh, heavens no. Have you seen <laughs> us? <laughs> I just felt like I was a little offended. And then I asked, what's wrong with our relationship? Our pod is love. And he never responded. So, I mean, Why he responded so to something else. Are aggressive about it? I just feel like it was a little mean. Are you feeling offended because you think that I was insulted or because you were personally insulted? I don't care about you being insulted. I care See, about... that would be a perfect example <laughs> of why they feel the way they feel. No, that's how strong our relationship is that we don't need to care about each other being insulted. That is one way <laughs> to present that's how strong the argument of divorce. That's how strong our relationship is. We don't actually have to care about spending time together. That's how strong relationship is. We don't actually have to give words of affection to each other. Or any of the love languages, really. Or look each other in the eye more than twice a week. For a second, I thought you said (laughs) look each other in the eye, and I was really (laughs) taken aback for a moment. I mean, we can look each other in the eye, too. Oh, no. No, thanks. (laughs) Oh, no. Hard pass. (laughs) Um, I think we also need to talk about we went to Lagoon this week, which is a theme park in Utah. Yes, we did. And we had a great time with my family. But since you kind of go on your little feminist things in this <laughs> podcast, I think we should talk about my nephew saying all these sexist things, too, that were so funny. Guys, I almost <laughs> lost my mind over a 10-year-old. Where do we start? 
<laughs> just I don't really know how it started, but I, I there's a few lines that he said that I really want you to repeat. So okay. please tell the story. So we're waiting in line. Our nephew starts talking about how boys are better at everything. And so he was like, yeah, we're so much stronger than girls. Oh, oh, okay. So I had my t-shirt kind of tied at the bottom, which is super cute. I looked good, guys. And then um, his cousin, my niece, had her t-shirt tied at the bottom as well. So he takes a look at that after he's talking about how boys are better about everything. And then he was like, it was objectively funny when he did this part but he like took his own t-shirt and like kind of scooted it up like it was a crop top and (laughs) pretended to tie it and he was like i'm a girl and i tie my t-shirt because i'm into weird fashion and it's so stupid i look dumb it was so funny and he did this high-pitched voice and to be honest he could have passed off as a lady so that part was kind of funny and then i kind of made fun of him and i was like dude one day when uh, you're really, when you have a crush on a girl and you're super into her, I'm going to tell her all the mean things you say about girls all the time and she's not <laughs> going to like you anymore. And um, so he was like, ew, I'm never going to like a girl. So I was like, okay, that's fine. If you're into a guy, I'm going to say all the mean things uh, that you say about girls and he's not going to like how you're not inclusive of any of everyone and so he's not gonna like you anymore either and then he got real mad at me that i insinuated that he might like a guy one day um (laughs) so i was not the favorite aunt and then jordan was kind of like on his phone and like checked out a little bit but our nephew started going off again about how guys are so much better and how they're stronger and well he tried to make amends with you right well this comes in a second okay so then jordan i can't remember exactly what you said you you had said something about like, girls and guys can both be sassy. Yeah, because he was like, girls are so emotional. <laughs> I don't know where Because his parents aren't this way, so I don't really know where he gets this yeah, from. Yeah, and he's got sisters who are really cool. And so he's just... He's in that 10-year-old phase, I guess. And so he's like, girls are so emotional. And I'm not exaggerating. That is legit how he said it. And so Jordan said i was like i said something sassy in response i don't even remember what then he was like wait that was kind of mean and i was like no that's not mean that was just me being sassy and then uh, i can't remember but jordan said something about how girls are better at being sassy like he was egging our nephew on adrian gave me death glare Oh, I got so mad at Jordan because I was like, you cannot encourage this. And he was like, it's just a phase. He'll grow out of it. He'll be fine. And I was like, look at the cultural climate around us. Like, obviously, some people do not grow out of this. So I got kind of frustrated. Yeah. So he tried to make amends. So we're in line. We're kind of stuck there. But he's dodging in between. We have like a big party, a bunch of adults with us. So he's been dodging in and out of people. He comes back to me after a few minutes and he's like, you know, Adrian, Boys are better at everything, but we couldn't do it without girls because we need girls to do the cooking and the cleaning and someone needs to make the bed. So we really rely on girls a lot. So he's saying this in earnest and I was about to lose it. We're waiting to get on the log ride at this point for those of you wanting to know the context. Yeah. For those of you wondering how long object. how long of a wait this was it's the log ride so it's you know 15 to 20 minutes so then i started saying you know dude 
that might be a viable way for a household to run where the the lady does the cooking and the cleaning and the housework. But, you know, it's not the only way that a house can be. So, you know, do you know that your grandpa stayed home was a stay-at-home dad for a few years? And, you know, he did all of that stuff while your grandma went to work. Then I was like, and me and Jordan, we both work and we both do the house stuff. We share the chores. And so then he was like, oh, so Jordan doesn't have a job? <laughs> and I was Which like, is the funniest. <laughs> So I was like, no, we we both work full time. I'm trying really hard to be patient. And He's explain so perceptive this. to the fact that I'm a comedian. <laughs> that that you're unemployed. Mostly, usually comedians are unemployed. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, I was like, no, we both do it together. And then he was like, wow, Jordan must really like you because you should be doing all of that stuff. Like, if you want to work, that's fine, but you should be coming home and doing all that stuff. Then that's when I drowned him in the log ride. Oh, that's how it ended? Yeah. <laughs> oh, interesting. So, for the main topic of today's episode, this was something that became an issue very early on in our It's been a marriage. revolving fight. But I didn't know this was an actual thing. Adrian's a night shower. I'm a morning shower. You would think this is an ideal setup, because then we're not fighting for a shower, since we only have one right now. Mm-hmm. But there was this one problem that came up and that Adrian's very particular about when she washes the sheets. You say it like I'm so particular. Like, it's a normal thing. I don't think it's normal. I think it's normal. You wash the sheets and you said, oh, I washed the sheets, so I'm going to need you to take a shower. Okay, And yeah. I thought you were joking. I was like, okay. He did. And he was like, oh, nice one. And I was like, no, the sheets are clean. <laughs> we can at least have one night. Where everything is clean. Why would you put a dirty body in a clean bed? Just at least one night. Let's have it I all change be in fresh. different clothes. I don't want to bring it up, but do you know how much you sweat? Yeah, a lot. And the, the, I'm going to sweat whether or not I have showered. Yeah, but then you have all of the days, like, gross stuff on you from all the pollution, all of the, I don't know, weird Yeah, but it's smells. created a nice shell. Oh. So that I... There isn't fresh sweat. I can't unthink that. (laughs) Yeah. So he it it really took him aback when he realized that I was serious. I was legit very annoyed because I'm not because I like I don't not really against showering at night, but I never feel fresh in the morning if I shower at night, and it wakes me up. And to be honest, feel better if I shower in the morning. It kills me a little bit inside that he is a morning time shower. Yes, it works out as far as scheduling the shower itself, but it means that all of the day's grossness is coming into my bed every day, and that like marriage is about compromise, right? So sure, there's not that much grossness. I feel like most grossness is on your clothes. You change out. Okay, one of the most impactful commercials I've ever seen was a Clorox commercial (laughs) where this guy. Do you think they had an agenda at all? Hear me out. Where this guy is dressed in his white PJs and he's jumping into his white bed and then he like is midair and they freeze the frame and they turn and look at the bed and the bed turn into this like cesspool of like bubbling filth. And it's like, would you get into this bed? No, you need to bleach it so that all of the gross things that you bring into your bed are not there anymore. And I was like, oh my gosh, bleach my sheets right now. So yeah, marketing works. I is think what you I'm need saying. to go to therapy for that commercial. No, I think that you just can shower once 
whenever, well, shower once in the night whenever we change our sheets. I want to say it's once a week, but I'm not going to lie to our listeners. <laughs> I try. To me, it's just a futile exercise because it's going to be dirty anyway. Okay, but that first night just feels so fresh. This really is one of the only things that Adrian gets pleasure out of is for some reason having clean sheets and a clean body. Okay. It's one of the only things that like makes her smile anymore. But ladies and men, if you've also had this experience, I don't want to judge or tell you how to live your life. Fresh sheets and shaven legs. I know that we'll reference it once in a while, but I feel like this is one of the best kept like feminine secrets because we don't want men to steal this pleasure from us. When you shave your legs and get into fresh sheets it is it is cloud nine it is everything that the world should be and you know that no matter how crazy it is outside in the world you have this moment of peace and freedom and thread count wow are you running for office or what was that (laughs) yep clorox 2020 (laughs) i remembered why making things clean Oh, gross. Um, That's half the reason I married Jordan, because if I ever did want to run for office, so many slogan possibilities. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just <laughs> contemplating them all now. I remember why Marty said you need to do sheet school, which this episode is kind of showing you know a lot about sheets, but you didn't know what rubber sheets were, which maybe on my side oh. of bed, we should put rubber sheets so you don't care about them being Ooh, dirty. That's gross. And we can just hose them off. I'm such a filthy pig to you. I mean, that's the one point in the argument that made sense. So, yeah. We're not getting rubber sheets. Are we going to talk about divorce halfway through the episode now? Oh, yeah. We were in the car the other day. And for whatever reason, you know, just daily conversation. I was like, Jordan, one in every two marriages ends in a divorce. And he was like, well... I'm on number two. I don't know what it's going to be for you, though. <laughs> yeah, my my odds are good for this one since I already did the divorce on uh, number two. Maybe it'll just end in separation. Can you divorce me without me divorcing you? I don't. I don't know. You should divorce me and remarry me. But then that would put me not in the statistical well, we're, range. We're temple married. So what if we got divorced civilly and then I remarried oh outside of the temple? We don't need to keep talking about our religion on this podcast. We're, this is a secular podcast. That's true. We don't believe in anything <laughs> other than secularism. I'm gonna do a. I'm gonna do a poll on Twitter. See who has morning showers, who's night showers, and I want to see if people think that you're right or I'm wrong about. Well, I just said if you're right and I'm wrong, which means no matter what, <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't gonna say anything. I was just gonna let it go. I've I've learned to be to know my place. And to zip it. And what is your place? Walk head down into the shower and say, yes, ma'am. Okay, then... but here's something. It depends on our emotional status on whether or not I will even request it. Like this last <laughs> weekend, I was kind of grumpy on Friday night or whatever. And then we, I changed the sheets that night as part of my cleaning tirade. And so Jordan... I, I didn't even have to ask him. He was just like, I want you to know I'm going to go shower. <laughs> this was the peace offering for us. <laughs> I realize you clean the sheets and I will. But guys, he says it like I'll I walk should willingly be. willingly as a sheep to the slaughter. He says it like I should be super grateful. And I'm like, I cleaned the, fr- no, 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 the no. freaking sheets. 
I'll take this upon myself to wash myself. Yeah, I stripped you the bed. You don't need to worry about it. I washed the sheets. I'm taking it I off your plate. I dried the sheets. I, I then washed myself. Remade. I cleaned the myself. Bed. I redressed myself. I made it all cute. In the same dirty clothes. <laughs> I will never <laughs> trust you again. So I go through all of these steps, and then he's like, "Don't worry, I'll shower." Thanks. Your your impression of me is so bad. It's abysmal. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'll shower. I'll shower. That was pretty good. <sighs> okay, do you have any more opinions about showering? I actually do. Here's my struggle. Well, one of my many struggles that we've already discussed. <laughs> uh, showering? I'm going to do a super cut of every time you said, here's my struggle on this podcast, because I think it's about five times per episode. And here's the thing. I say here's the thing a lot. Yeah. Sorry. I'm aware, I just can't stop. Our fans are already making t-shirts that say, here's the thing. Oh, I would buy one. And then it says, that's what she said, in quotations, Adrian. Because it's just what you said. Okay, we're moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Jordan is not in charge of the t-shirts, is what we've learned. Showering, once I'm in the shower, is one of my most favorite things. I would get in trouble as a kid all the time. Because I was number four out of five kids, and then... My parents were one out of two marriages that succeed. So we had seven people total in the house and I would take 45 to 60 minute showers. Once you get me in hot water. That's like a whole episode of house. Why house? (laughs) I don't know. That's the first thing that came to mind. (laughs) Which fun fact, house was one of my favorite shows. And then my dad told me it was too crass and wouldn't let us watch it anymore. Uh, That house guy's not a good doctor. He pops pills. Yeah, but have you seen his eyes? They're like such a vivid blue. Yeah, because he has It was a weird old man crush that I had as a kid. It's not even his real accent. I know, but he does a good job. (laughs) Uh, I had a crush on the young doctor lady. Oh, Cameron? Yeah, and there was one episode where they had a a sexy time scene. Jordan, it's a PG, and some of my my youth leaders listen to this podcast now. (laughs) Okay, well, you're the one talking about golden showers and stuff. I'm just kidding. Please continue. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to continue on the tangent real fast about House. So my older sister, Mary, she and I both loved watching House. And uh, I'm definitely the most rebellious out of everyone. But Mary, if she feels like she has like higher moral ground, will also do whatever she wants. So we merged forces on this one. So we went up into like we had an upstairs like bonus room, family room area, and we had a TV in there. So we would go to like jeopardy or something and then change the channel to watch house and then if any if we heard anyone coming we would just press the last real fast and one time there (laughs) but the remote was kind of sketchy so my dad walked in and we had been trying to press the last button for like 10 or 15 seconds because we could hear him coming and so he walks in opens the door all the way is talking to us and we we've successfully muted the show but house is full on going and it was definitely a sexy time scene going behind my dad and we were staring in absolute fear because we knew we were about to die and he never turned around and looked at the tv and that's the only reason i'm alive today my dad was an intense it's such a sad show to be trying to cover up because it's really tame (laughs) my dad wasn't super intense about a lot of things my mom had strong opinions about everything but 
But that was one that he really stuck to was house is not okay. Also talking (laughs) about my dad. So he came and hung out and he came and visited yesterday. He was like, oh, hey, I listened to the first episode of your guys's podcast. I was like, yeah, what did you think? And he turned to us and said with a complete straight and earnest face, it was a solid thumb sideways. (laughs) Which, to be honest, is a pretty fair review. As far as podcasts go, we're, I mean, th- we're a thumb sideways. <laughs> um, so but then, he had some rebuttal for you. He thought that you were a little harsh on him in the early episodes. Yeah. Well, he said that he was not sheltering episode. you. He let you watch R-rated movies. False. <laughs> he was like, you painted yourself as a super sheltered person. I was like, Dad, I had, like, you confiscated my Hillary Duff album. And I I had to sneak it years later. Like, I was pretty sheltered. So I, I would like to clarify that I'm not mad about how I brought up. If anything, it is the only thing that brings joy to our marriage in that Jordan gets to show me pop culture-y things. And then my dad was like, as for sports, you were terrible at sports. You ran the opposite way of the soccer ball the one season you did soccer. And so then I was like, dad... You didn't even go to my games. You have no idea. I'm not mad that he got he the didn't, reports about what happened. I'm not mad he didn't go to my games. They were not worth going to. But anyway, we had a funny family conversation about that. That was funny. Okay, back to showers. We were oh, off topic. Yeah, sorry, I get distracted. Showers. I will take a super long shower. It's glorious. And I just lose all sense of time once I'm in them. But shower prep is the worst, especially when I had roommates so then you gotta like grab all your clothes and you can't leave all your stuff in the shower because there were like like when I had roommates in college and we were there were six girls in one apartment then you gotta carry your shampoo in and out and then it's like this whole ordeal because guys Jordan so are you saying it's a burden to take a shower so if I were to be annoyed that I already showered once that day and I'm asked to shower again just to be able to sleep in my own bed. Your clean sheets that your wife had washed. You're welcome. And if you had waited, I was about to talk about how guys get in. They just kind of rinse off. And if they wash their hair, it takes approximately two and a half seconds. Then when they get out of the how shower, it's like automatically dry. I take just as much time in the shower, if not more, perfecting myself for you every single day. How <laughs> dare you? Guys, his showers last like three minutes. Like he's done showering before I'm even out of bed in the morning. That's longer than three minutes. <laughs> we don't need to go there. Yeah. So guys get out and they're like ready to go. They put on clothes and they're ready to leave. When a lady gets out of the shower, we got wet hair. I feel like we you're reinforcing to- gender stereotypes right now. And that's not what our podcast is about. Do not go and accuse me do of all such women violations. need to have long hair okay that's actually a good point not all ladies do have long hair but there is more of a social pressure for ladies to style their hair whether or not it is short than men who have long or short hair and also there's a social pressure for women to put on makeup and so when i get out of the shower i got well, I shower at night, so I just go to sleep with wet hair, and then I wake up looking like Medusa. Wow. But um, if I do shower in the daytime, then I got to blow dry my hair, and then it's like a frizzy mess. And like I said, I shower at night, which means that my body naturally says, oh, it's time to go to sleep now. 
that I just, I don't want to get dressed. I just want to go back to bed. It's this horrible, horrible situation. So I have mixed feelings about showers. When I'm actually in them, it's glorious. But prep and then post-shower is awful. 100% of always. Okay, when I asked you if you had any more thoughts about showers, I thought it would be a little shorter than that. Well, (laughs) I was mirroring my shower itself. So I think we should talk about, we went and saw the Quentin Tarantino movie, the new one, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Uh Adrian had some feelings about it. I have some better feelings about it than she does. But it was kind of funny because, Adrian, you walked out unimpressed, but as you were ranting about the movie, you kind of convinced yourself that it was actually pretty good. Okay. Once again, here's the thing. It was not fun to watch. It was slow. (laughs) I didn't like it. But I appreciated the skill, thought, and execution of different themes. And, like, it was a smart movie, but I didn't like it. I like the smart But then she kept on talking about, like, oh, but then they did this. Oh, I guess that's pretty cool. And then they did this, and I guess that's pretty cool. It's like watching a... It's... Okay. It's like reading a book in an English class, and then you have to write an essay on it. And would that have been the book that you chose to read in your spare time? No. Did some cool stuff happen in it? Sure. And so then you write an essay, and you're like, (laughs) well, the author kind of knew what they were doing, but it's not my jam. Okay, here's my I think opinion. That's fair. It's fair. You're just wrong. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> you're such a punk. <laughs> okay, let here's me also I, here's say how I felt. when I went into the movie, one, I just knew the title, so I did not know it was Quentin Tarantino. And to be honest, his movies are not my thing most of the time. I've You've seen, maybe seen one of his movies. No, I've seen Pulp Fiction. I've seen Django. I've seen Kill Bill Volume One and Two. No, you haven't. I have. With a weird beheading scene. Yeah, so I feel like I've tried that and passed. I know it's not a popular opinion, but I stand by it. (sighs) Sometimes you're so disappointing. (laughs) Sorry, what's that mean to say? I mean, if it's accurate, I can just use it for evidence in the divorce court. Here's how I felt about the movie. They had great individual performances. I thought everybody in the movie did a really good job. of their character i would agree with that i think the ending was fantastic i do agree with you that the plot lacked some drive that i think as other movies have but here's the thing but i think i would appreciate it if i saw it again because i bet there are recurring themes throughout and an arc that maybe i didn't know what was the arc going into it like the lack of plot substance was frustrating as a viewer but in reviewing the movie, that's where all the coolest stuff happens as far as he does some mirroring and he does some different I don't wanna I don't wanna talk about Well, it's about happens. actors, so sometimes stuff that you see the actors doing in their day job is reflected in how the filmmaking occurs after those scenes. Yeah. So like he's acting out a western and then like one of the characters is in the movie is acting out a Western. And then in the minutes following that scene, it's like Western style. And then he does the same for like an FBI thing. And then it goes to like an FBI style. So I feel like there were a lot of cool cinematic things, interesting directing choices. Would I have watched that movie again? No. <laughs> but also Adrian went into this not knowing what the Manson murders were and not knowing. I this knew was, what the Manson <laughs> murders were. I just didn't know that that was the premise of this movie. <laughs> yeah. Which is I funny. went into it blind. 
Well, the title was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Jordan was like, want to see it? And I thought, hmm, maybe it's a rom-com. Sure. Well, we. what's interesting, you did not think it was a rom-com. I would not be that excited. We just we watched the first scene from Inglorious Bastards, but that movie's broken up into part one, part two. I don't know many parts, but I don't know if you saw it, but part one is called Once Upon a Time in Nazi-Controlled France. <laughs> like, that's part one of that oh. show, which I thought was interesting. That is cool. Just something to point out. Well, I was going to have you try and name Quentin Tarantino films, but you know more than I thought you did. Yeah, I do. But let's see if you can guess a couple of the remaining ones that you don't know. I just listed out a bunch. Yeah, he's and done, I've he's seen done like all nine of films. those. I know, but there's other famous ones that you didn't mention. Okay, give me a hint. Okay, so this one is two words. Kill Bill, volume three. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Two words. The first word is a word for a body of water. Lake. And the second word is an animal. Lake fish. Yeah. To go back to the (laughs) dark fish. The very famous Quentin Tarantino film, Lake Fish. Was the first word lake? No. River. River what? Jordan. (laughs) I am an animal, aren't I? (laughs) River trout i'm just going on the fish river theme trout. okay neither of those words are correct oh it's not river no i just wanted to see what you'd put together with it river You're trout and lake jerk. river trout and lake fish dark fish what's why have fish so much on your mind you're weird whatever they live in rivers and lakes I know, is it how did, ocean what ocean what well i'm asking is it an ocean <laughs> just say but give me a guess a full guess ocean osprey not ocean fish no. Okay, neither of those words are correct. This is a maybe a man-made body of water. But it wasn't a lake. A reservoir. <laughs> lakes are not man-made. <laughs> you can have man-made lakes. I don't think they're called lakes anymore. I think they might be called a reservoir. Okay, well, reservoir. Reservoir what? Just tell me if the first word is Just right. Just give me a guess. Reservoir. Antelope. <laughs> <laughs> This is not a fun game. Okay, Reservoir is correct. Okay. And the fact that you don't know this just from, like, pop culture references is crazy to me right now. My husband is abusive, and please send help. Okay, is it a mammal? (laughs) Yeah, it's a mammal. Reservoir. Horse. (laughs) Yep. Pig. Cat. Reservoir cats. Okay, is it just, like, a type of animal, or is it, like, a specific... It's just like if you were listing animals, it would be an animal that would come up. Okay. Reservoir coyote. <laughs> Wolf. Reservoir. Fish. It's a, plur- it's a plural form of this word. Moose. <laughs> the- <laughs> meese. Reservoir geese. meese. Reservoir geese. No. Mice. Nope. Of mice and men. Oh, that's such a sad book. Um, yeah, we get it. You read. <laughs> Thanks. I'm sorry. I don't know. Is it a horse? Or is it a horse? Is it an animal I could ride? No. Is it small? It comes in different sizes. Dog. They come in lots of different sizes. So say, the, say the title. Reservoir Dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The movie's Reservoir Dogs. You got it. Barely. Which is crazy that you got it. I've never heard of that movie in my whole life. <sighs> okay. Give me one other one. Uh, I mean, that one is just, like, so prevalent. It's so crazy that you didn't know it. 
I get it. <laughs> I didn't know it. Um, you've made you've named most of the big ones. So Reservoir Dogs was his first, and there's Pulp Fiction, uh, like the other Kill Bill. The I'm, this one is I talked about it yesterday, so you'd probably guess it. It's a number of people in a descriptor word before it. What? <laughs> it's like the Happy Seven, but it's not the Happy Seven. The Sad Nine. <laughs> Jeez, are you really making this? Are you messing with me right now? No, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Okay. No, it's not sad. And it's not nine. Three? No. Is it a single digit number? Yes. Five. The <laughs> Fab Five. No. <laughs> but that is a thing. That's from basketball, yeah. Um, Four? No. Two? No. One? No. Eight? Yes. <laughs> okay. It took a while, but we got there, folks. The Great Eight. No, but it does. The word does have a rhyming sound with eight in it. Freight eight is <laughs> obviously wrong. <laughs> oh my gosh. We need to end this episode. Irate. That would be a good title, but no. Mm. Okay. Like, it's a two syllable word. The first part rhymes with eight. Traitor eight? <laughs> a traitor eight. No. You're it's laughing. It's an emotion. Okay. Like, okay, here we go. If I were not. Grateful eight. It's very close. If I were to not shower, but when you clean the sheets, you would, I would say you were being very blank toward me because you'd be very angry. I rate. I already said it. No. Wait, if I cleaned the sheets and you hadn't showered? Yeah, and it made you mad and you were like, like angry at me and like glar- glaring at me. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently I don't have enough emotion descriptors. Oh, that they're so... I don't know. I don't know how to give you a tip for this word. It's very similar to grateful. Ungrateful. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Just I knew that one was wrong, but I wanted to see The grateful eight or the hateful. There you go. Hateful eight. We're ending the episode now. That was so much fun. Thanks for being a guest on the show today, Adrian. This is our podcast. <laughs> I love you a whole Coming lot. from divorce lawyers near us. We, should we get sponsors that are divorce lawyers? I would love that. <laughs> Just so I could have some more contacts. Oh, sad. Okay, we're signing out. Do you want to do the goodbye since you did the hello on this one? No. <laughs> <laughs>